When I was a child, I could see the wind in the trees, and I heard a song in the breeze. It was dancing out my name. But I'm not a child. I have known the taste of defeat, and I've finally grown to believe it will all come around again. Though I may not know the answer, I can finally say I'm free. And if the questions let me hear them, I am who I was born to be. So here am I, open arms and ready to stand. I've got the world in my hands, and it feels like my nerves to fly. So I may not go the end. I can finally say I'm free. If the questions let me hear them, I am who I was born to be. Unafraid to take in the light, unashamed to have braved the dark. Though I may not know the answers, I can finally say I'm free. If the questions let me hear them, I am who I was born to be. I am who I was Thank you so much for your
uh, I'm excited to step into a new year and a new field of possibilities, right? And so I want to start with a reminder that you are remarkable, that you are extraordinary, that you are a being of life, that you are a masterpiece in the making, and you are here to do what no one else can do the way you came here to do it. So my topic today is revealing your extraordinary essence. And when I say extraordinary, what I mean by that is exceptional, uncommon, unusual, impressive, remarkable, unexpected, right? Because from my point of view, every person on this planet has the ability to express and radiate these qualities. Because I can't see a reason why a person would be put here to be ordinary, common, unimpressive, or uninteresting, right? I'll get back to If each person is filled with potential and infinite possibilities, then there must be a delivery system or system to express the gifts that are encoded within us in our consciousness. I'm aware of the unspoken belief that some people are better than others or that they've come here to be spectacular, and I really don't agree. The people we place on pedestals are simply people who remember that they have an extraordinary essence. And what I mean by revealing your extraordinary essence is that it's encoded within you. You don't have to go look for it, right? It's something that lives with you, within you, and thrives within you, and awaits your awakening. So this topic is important for me because of the times that we're living in. You know, I, I believe that this is a time of, of humanitarian awakening, and so it's time for us to step up, step out, bring our gifts and bring the sword, bring our voices to this planet, because the fires and the floods and, and, and the dictators and the pandemic and all the things that we've been experiencing and that we're witnessing are reminders that this is not the time to play small. This is the time for us to bring our power, our light, our love, our compassion to this planet. Because there's no one like you, then you must be the one you've been waiting for. We are the ones you have been waiting for. Your purpose here is, you know, not to make a bunch of money, even though money's nice. It's not going to be house or car or find your soulmate. Your purpose is to really step into the fullness of your spiritual being. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, the purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. My name is Matthew, and the name of my restaurant is going to be my tail, right? 
And the family would smile and kind of, you know, give them a little pat on the head. But that was interesting in him. Because there was so much passion. And there was so much life in him. And there was so much energy around this vision. So he went to college, he gets out of college, and he gets a, a, a job working uh, as a manager in a Houston restaurant. And, and he starts to feel successful. He talks about the fact that he can feel his dream coming to life, even though he's working for another company, right? And so he's not a religious scientist, and, and he doesn't know anything about new thought or, 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 or spiritual principles. But he did know that there was something powerful about vision, right? So he, he, at one point, he leaves that company and goes with another young man to start his own company, and it doesn't work, so he ends up back at Houston. But the interesting thing is that he wasn't upset. He said, okay, I had to learn something, and, and now I know what I'm going to do when I start my, my real restaurant. So two years go by, and he meets someone, Who's a chef? He comes from a family of restaurateurs, and they invite him into this business. They're starting a new restaurant in Dallas, and it's called El Guaco. Well, it's now two years later. This is an extraordinarily successful restaurant. He's a part owner in it, and they are about to open two more restaurants um, uh, in Houston, right? But the thing that was incredible about it is that he was on his way here. You know, the vision that you have, the dreams that you have for your life, the, the things that, that pull you, the passion that pull you, that's what you want to pay attention to. Because he was married to that vision in his soul. And he held it in his mind, in his thoughts, in his conversations, and he acted as if he was already an owner. You know, in 12 step programs, they try to act as if, right? So when you start dreaming and you want to manifest something, it has to be at the top of your mind. It has to be the way in which you act, the way in which you move, right? It's, it's that you are so unwavering in who you come here to be that the manifest, manifestation must happen. So you plant those seeds and the universe starts to correspond. It starts to come together in synchronistic ways to remind you that you're felt in love. So that's the first thing, is, is that, you know, you must have the vision to move into manifestation. And then the second thing is to enhance your frequency. Because science tells us that everything is energy, right? It tells us that everything is energy until it's absorbed. So if everything is energy, then that means everything we see, sense, feel, and know is energy, and often until we name it or identify it, right, or observe it, right? So what that means is when we do that, it becomes a frequency. And the definition of frequency, you know, a, a simple definition is that everywhere in daily life, there are frequencies of sound and electromagnetic waves constantly changing and creating the features of the visible and audible world familiar to everyone. So, this is how it works. When you are having a feeling, uh, an experience, especially an uncomfortable experience where you might feel confused or uncomfortable or discontented or angry or upset, you're at a choice point. 
So you can either look at that, those feelings and those experiences from a place that feels negative and pulling your energy down, right? Uh, or, or makes you fearful or anxious. And so that lowers your frequency. That lowers the energy within you. And, it, and it's the outcome is distraction and disconnected energy. Or what you can do is you can choose to look at the You can trust, activate faith, become excited, enthusiastic, authenticity. You can become dedicated and have gratitude and curiosity, right? And then your energy, your frequency rises and your creativity flourishes, right? So being connected to that passion and that dream from that place allows you to move into co-creation with the divine. There, um, there's a, a person named Amit Ray, and the book is called Meditation, Insights, and Inspirations. And this is what it says. It does not matter how long you are spending on the earth, how much money you have gathered, or how much attention you have received. It is the amount of positive vibration you have radiated in life that matters. So I work with a lot of women. A lot of women are my clients, and I have an organization called Women Creating Our Futures, and we work with a lot of women, and I work with people who are individual entrepreneurs and also in companies. And one of my clients, when I was teaching a science of mind class, stood up and said, okay, this is scary for me to stand up, but I, I want to speak this because it just won't leave me alone. I want to create a spa. And so I said, well, do you know how to create a spa? She said, no. I said, would you have the money to do that? No. She said, it's just so deep in me that I, I just can't stand up and say it. And she said, you know, something in me that keeps telling me I'm going to find a way to do this. So two years later, she's in a lot of pain. Her husband has pancreatic cancer. He's passing away. She's got a seven-year-old child, and she's distraught. And so she, she comes in her spiritual path. You know, and she, she says, I know that I have to do something to ground myself. And so when her husband passes, she's in deep grief. She joins a, a grief uh, group. She comes for, to me for counseling. She, she really immerses herself in her spiritual work. And that's what I want to tell you. You know, when you're going through something, it's like where you put your attention becomes the support. And so she knew she needed help. She knew that she couldn't do it on her own. And so she went to places where she could get that kind of support. Well, the interesting thing is that her husband left her financially secure. And so it took her a year to get her feet on the ground. But once that happened, all kinds of miraculous unfolding started to unfold. She found this place, this perfect place for a spot, um, that had been on the market, and it was a great place. And then this spa specialist comes into her life in this unexpected way and starts telling her what's necessary to create this place. So she buys this property, and she starts working with this woman, and then she goes into spa and retreats and, and uh, spaces where she can see what's happening and what's the... the the latest equipment, because what she wanted was it to be a place where people could not just come and, and have superficial self-care, but where they could be sound therapy and all these kinds of things, right? Then she joined this program I have called the Academy of Women Emerging Awe, 
for women entrepreneurs. And she took a deep dive so she could learn how to be an entrepreneur. She'd never learned how to do that before. She's just celebrated her fourth year and is looking to buy another piece of property. And the spa is expanding in powerful ways, right? But this is what I want to say. She spoke the vision. She opened the possibility. She trusted the divine would guide her, and she sought support. She stayed in high frequency thoughts, words, and deeds. And when she would age, she would just refocus her energy and, and move into that different frequency of health and well-being. And her human on this planet, it doesn't go through stuff. You know, we all go through stuff. I've been through my own stuff in life, you know. And, but the thing is, it's like, it's like, when you are down, that is the moment to dive deeper into your spiritual practice. That is the moment to pray more, meditate more, journal more, be with someone who can support you, who, who will not post signs and fears in your dark, but will invite you to put your attention on what you want, and what you want to create, as opposed to what you don't want, and what you don't like that's happening, right? So here comes the third thing I want to tell you today. Life is evolutionary. You are not the same person you were 20, 15, 20 years ago, a year ago even, right? Everything that's happened to you in your life has supported your system, has supported you in becoming who you are today. You're a manifestation of an evolutionary universe, and therefore, you are evolutionary. So when I was a kid, I had a lot of energy, and um, I was always performing and doing all kinds of things for my family, and I kept telling my family I was going to be on big stages, and I was going to be a recording artist, and I was going to do all this stuff. Now, we were poor. We were on welfare. We were struggling just to get, you know, from A to B, right? And always robbing people to pay Paul. So my declarations made no sense to anyone. And they just tried to humor me. So they didn't want to just, you know, smash my dreams, but they were they were pretty clear that the chances of that happening for me were pretty low, right? So the thing is is that twenty years later I was opening for Rich Little and Jane Little at the Harris as an opening act to center. I was the first lefty on Days of Our Lives, and I was in theaters, and I go theater, and I was doing movies. And I really thought I had arrived. So you can imagine what it was like when all of a sudden all of this started to dry up. Now, I'm in, I'm, I'm in religious science. I, I'm, I'm taking classes. I'm a spiritual practitioner. I'm doing all the things you're supposed to do. So I'm not understanding why all of a sudden this career that was my dream all of a sudden was faster and burning. And I had to get a job in corporate America in, in a media management company. And I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at administration, but I hated the job and I didn't want to be there. And I thought, well, I need to do something to take care of myself and my children. So I went back to school to get a degree in spiritual psychology. And, um, and then I graduated from there and I went to a ministerial school. But what I want you to know is all the time, I'm still in that question. Why isn't this working for me? Why are these spiritual principles working for me? So I went away and a miracle happened. I get an invitation to come and be an associate minister in Denver at the Mile Park Church there. And 
Um, we're not even involved with this thing. This is a portfolio we would like you to have. We'd like to have a music ministry, do the head of the music ministry, our um, um, GLBTQ ministry, our women's ministry. We'd like you to teach in schools. Now, here's what's interesting. All of the skills that I have learned through all those iterations of life, you know, being on the stage, being an actress, a singer, a dancer, public communication, all were out picturing and what I was doing in ministry. What I want you to know is that there are no mistakes. What if you understood that everything is after Trinity? That everything that's happening to you right now is important and powerful to take you to the next level of expression of your extraordinary essence, right? And that it's not going to just stay the same. It's not going to be the same all the, all the time. Because here's the thing, after 11 years at Mile High, all of a sudden, I was like getting this inner calling again to do something new that made no sense that all the time, right? But seven years now, I have been uh, a speaker, a teacher, an author, I travel around the world, I take people on pilgrimages, and I'm using all the things I learned at Mile High that inform what I do today. Everything that you are going through, have been through, and will go through will inform the next level of your life, the next level of your expression, the next level of your expanding, right? I could never have known that that young girl, you know, who was going on about what she was going to do, she could never have understood that the initial dream would be a, a ramp, a, a catalyst for who I had become today. I want you to know that every thing that you have in life is important for you. Charles Gilmore said, every man who accomplishes things sees first, sees them first in his mind, what he wishes to do. And then he puts away all doubts. It makes no difference how small or how large the thing it is that he wants to clear. If you have unlimited confidence in your ability to do it, you will do it. And so, so you can trust. That's what I want you to know. You can trust your dreams, your visions. You can trust life. You know, if something's happening in relationships that's not working, there's a reason. If something's happening in your job that's not working, there's a reason. If, if some dream is not fulfilling in this moment, maybe it's not coming. And maybe the universe has another way for you to express that will be more fulfilling and, and more enlightening. You are becoming something new each and every moment. I read Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, and she said, for me, becoming isn't about arriving somewhere or achieving a certain aim. I see it instead as forward motion, a means of evolving, a way to reach continuously towards a better self. The journey doesn't end. I want you to know your journey is magnificent and your extraordinary essence is wanting to come out in powerful ways that you may not even know, right? Because you're here to express. You're here to shine. You're here to bring the highest frequencies of love, peace, kindness, freedom, compassion, and goodness. And it doesn't matter how it shows up. 
That's important to get you to remember you are an original person. That's important to get. You know that you have always been and will ever be dynamic, powerful, beautiful, and capable of You are here to share your extraordinary essence. So I would just like for you to close close your eyes in this moment and just think about bringing your conscious awareness something in you, a dream, a desire, a passion that wants to come forward. And what I want you to do in this moment is give thanks for where you are right now. No matter what's going on, give thanks that you woke up this morning, that you can breathe. Give thanks that you're cared for, that you're loved, that you're in a powerful, spiritual community. And now ask the universe, if you're back in the present day, Ask the universe to show you how to see, feel, sense, and know what is available for you to reveal your extraordinary essence. If you just breathe that in. And from here, I invite you to begin to share it with me. What we know in this moment is that there is a divine intelligence, a beautiful, powerful, field of light and love that is ever-present. Whether you call it God, spirit, universe, whatever you choose to call it, we are all connected and interconnected in this field, in this work. And so what we do in this moment is we activate the knowingness that right here where we are, something beautiful is occurring because we exist. Because we were so loved in the universe that it breathed its life into us. And so in this moment, we give thanks that the visions within us are so powerful that they must move into manifestation. That we put our attention on it. That we are so clear that we give thanks that those visions must come, come into form. And then we ask to enhance our frequency, to raise our energetic field so that we become magnets for good, magnets for love. Magnets for abundance, magnets for peace, magnets for more health. And then we remember that we are evolutionary, that everything that has happened before this moment has led us here, and that everything that is happening in this moment will guide and support us as we move forward. So there's nothing in the way, nothing opposing God, and so therefore there is nothing opposing us. And so what we do in this moment is we give thanks. We give thanks that we are connected. I give thanks for this beautiful spiritual community and the myriad of ways in which it's served. I give thanks for the people that are connected to this community, knowing that there is a place where we can rest and be held and loved and supported and nurtured. For those that are struggling with health in this moment, we are lifting our hearts and our minds to surround them with the love and remind them that they are not alone. We lift up the sun. We lift up Every man, every woman, every child, we lift up the ecosystems, we lift up every aspect of life, and we say, God is love. Love is the answer to every question. And so I give thanks for this food. I give thanks that as I release this word into universal law of oneness and wholeness and unity, miraculous unfolding. So I give thanks 
I trust your process. I trust your ideas. I know that each and every one of us is leading their lives further and closer because that is what we are here to do. To allow it to be a mutual insight with yours. Thank you for letting her graciously join us.